Top of the morning, it's a brand new day. I am RD, Roger Dickerman, a fitness and wellness strategist, and this is the RD3 podcast. The three stands for three prompts, three ways to move the ball forward every day, no matter what. Input, output, activate. Today's episode is as tangible as it gets, and we are diving right into it. You will soon see why. Let's begin with input. Input something positive. The connotation of a positive input is usually content, right? Some form of content. It's what you read. It's what you listen to. It's what you watch. Finding a new book, a new podcast, a new documentary, even a simple quote sometimes goes a long way. But input is also your social circle, and your social circle is an input every single day. It infuses a combination of new ideas into your world, new perspectives into your world, feedback into your world, and encouragement into your life. So I'll take this moment to shout out my own social circle for one thing in particular, accountability, holding me to a standard, holding my butt to the fire when it comes to releasing content and uh, a few special and specific shout outs to Riss, to Jonathan, to Victoria, to Christy, and to some others. All right, let's move into output. Output something productive. This is today's deeper dive to give you context to my, uh, my input conversation just now. One of my past challenges has been letting something that's important to me drop during a period of high output output or high stress on another front. It's a formula as old as time, hierarchy of responsibilities. Something mission critical like my core profession, my family, an illness, etc. ramps up. Then something less mission critical like a side hustle, continuing education, a hobby is abandoned in the moment. And a relevant and timely example of this is My podcast, RD3, which is something that is very important to me. So how did this play out? Let me take you step by step. The RD3 podcast is a hobby of mine. I enjoy it. It's a way that I like to communicate with you, with my clients, with my friends. And I also leave the door open to someone brand new, finding me diving in and finding some value in what I am presenting. So again, it's an opportunity to share what I'm doing, share the process, hopefully add value to your life as well as my own. Several weeks ago, I kicked off a corporate wellness strategy program. That is my core profession. It is a great opportunity, and it's also something I'm very passionate about. So let's look back at the hierarchy of responsibilities. How does this play out? How does this shake out? The wellness strategy program, as well as my group of personal clients, leads the docket on my professional responsibilities. Family, of course. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a dog father. That plays a role. And then things like podcast and my self-directed continuing education are those other fronts. So my first thought is when something like this corporate wellness strategy program pops onto my radar, my first thought is I can do it all. No problem. All the things I mentioned, the professional, the core professional, the family, the hobbies, the self-directed stuff, I could do it all. And that, in my world, is a very typical first thought. Another phrase comes to mind, famous last words. 
Here's how it all falls apart. Step one, prep week for my wellness strategy program. I can do it all, no problem, remember? And I did. That week, I did it all. I got it all done. That was exactly when I recorded my last podcast episode during that prep week. But something important was happening. The macro, the big picture, is becoming a grind. The totality of what I'm doing is becoming a grind. So even if I sustained it for a week, the unsustainability of the overall approach is percolating beneath the surface. Step two, I take a look ahead and I see a very intense week one of the program as I begin delivery. So I make a critical and conscious decision to skip my podcast recording. In the moment, I feel it's appropriate. In the moment, I'm at peace with that decision. But another important thing has happened. I've now cracked the door open for a habit change, a routine alteration. I've introduced permission to skip and possibly unintentionally I've introduced future permission to abandon the habit altogether. Step three, the next week of the program, my best intentions. I had the best intentions. The goal was simple, pick it all back up because I can do it all, remember? But the stone was heavier than anticipated. It feels unwieldy. The under the surface unsustainability has now percolated to a boil. And so I skipped again, and for an additional week and a half. And I promise you, I know how this goes. That week and a half could have easily, easily become months. Or worst case, that a hobby, a passion, a habit, a workout, a meal strategy completely drops and is ended. So Speaking of what I just said, let's connect some dots. This is not just about my podcast. This is about your hobby, your passion, your workout habit, your healthy eating, your meal prep, your early bedtime. The commonalities of all of these things dropping from your radar are the same, or they can be the same in this type of a scenario. The healthy habit is cruising along. Intense stressors are introduced. Initially, the goal is just to do it all. Ultimately, hierarchy of responsibilities takes over and habit drops. So I want to share three tangible strategies to overcome this in your own world. And I do use these things in my own world as well. Strategy number one, put your positive habit on autopilot. Take a look at all of the cues that set your habit up for success. The time, the place, the environment what happens immediately before the habit, during the habit, and after the habit. Paying attention to these things doesn't matter as much when stress is low. You have flexibility, you have margin for error. But when the stress ramps, these things matter quite a lot. And yes, you can get proactive with them in advance. The more your habit has that specific place, time, environment, and cues, the more likely it continues uninterrupted in the face of increased stress. Even better, If your habit has an option A set of circumstances and a worst case fallback option B set of circumstances, 
the even more insulated it is against life getting in the way. So consider putting a habit more and more and more on autopilot and having it occupy far less and less and less of your brain. Then it just happens in the best of ways. Strategy number two, simplify your definition of success. Simplify success. We can also call this something is almost always better than nothing. If you have a 40-minute workout planned, 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, even 5 minutes is far, far better than nothing. If you had a high prep time recipe planned for your period of meal preparation and you default to a speedy light stir-fry, that is a huge win. The routine, the habit, the action pattern itself, and prioritizing it in whatever fashion, even if that be the single rep or the single bite, is like a flag planted in the ground. It means everything. It refuses to grant permission to outright omission. And that is what I did, I would say wrong, in my, and by my definition, right? If I'm looking back and I'm charting, how did I drop off for a few weeks in the podcast world? That's how it happened. When the stress hit, just that little bit of permission, I don't have to do it this week. There's so much going on. I don't have to do it this week. I'll get back to it next week. I had the best intentions, but that's how it happens. Far better. I would have much rather, if I could do it all over again, I would have much rather gotten on the mic and just said that to you. Just, just literally let you in to what was going on and got on the mic for 30 seconds, two minutes, said that, and then Roger out. And that would have been far better. Because that would have been not granting the permission to skip outright, keeping my flag planted in the ground, and continuing to communicate with you, which I care about very much. So that would be how I'd go back in time. Anyways, strategy number three, outsource or impose accountability. Most of what I've mentioned today is self-directed, right? podcast, your workout, your nutrition, all self-directed. The strategies I've mentioned to manage the habits, autopilot, simplification of success, these are all self-directed. Yes, I'm nudging you, but you ultimately have to do that work yourself. What if yourself, the self, is too taxed to do the work? Insert this third strategy, external accountability, and that can be applied in two ways. The first way, proactive, you outsource it. Stress hits the fan, it's intense, so you invest in a few weeks of meal prep and delivery. So you invest in a few weeks of a trainer, something along those lines. The second way is reactive. You impose the accountability, or more accurately, your social circle, which hopefully is a good one, imposes it on you. This is your fail-safe, This is your catch you before you fall too far. And this goes back to my initial shout outs. My friends checked in. They said, where's the podcast, Roger? My wife said, get your shit together. And hi, now we're here. Morals of the story. Strengthen your social circle. Let those people into your social circle who will hold your butt to the fire. Do your best before you think you need to, to put your habits on autopilot, or at least the habits that are most important to you. Give them the backdrop 
on which to fly high. When stressors hit, simplify your definition of success. One rep, one minute, one bite, yes, makes all the difference. It is your flag in the ground. And don't be too proud. Outsource accountability if, when, and where it benefits you. Lastly, in the spirit of all of this and in the spirit of my RD3 mantra, input, output, activate, lastly comes activate, activate the body. So here's the deal. I challenge you right now, literally right now, while you're listening or at worst, right when I end this thing, do the one rep, one second, one stretch, one step that best represents the activity that you've been meaning to do or do more of or get back to, whatever the case may be. And seriously, like right now, and I'll play along. For me, as soon as I hit stop on this podcast, I'm doing 10 push-ups. Push-ups have dropped off a little bit in the context of things. What better way to re-engage than to simplify my definition, definition of success and do 10? That's it. Small wins. Here we are doing push-ups back on the mic. I really hope you're doing well. You, seriously, I hope you're doing well. I hope your habits are in a great place. And if they're not, I hope you know that a few of these small tweaks, a few of these strategies go such a long way to making it so. Let's go. My friends, I will talk to you next week.